Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Mark, Chapter 8. Oh, how many of us spend a lifetime up close to the works of Christ, seeing his miraculous acts, but yet the reality of such never finds a way into our hearts. Acts 28, 27 says, For this people's heart has grown callous, their ears are dull of hearing, their ears have been closed, lest they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and would turn again, and I would heal them. Jeremiah 5.21-25 says, Hear this now, foolish people, without understanding, who have eyes and don't see, who have ears and don't hear. Don't you fear me, says Yahweh? Won't you tremble at my presence, who have placed the sand for the bound of the sea, by a perpetual decree that it can't pass it? Though its waves toss themselves, yet they can't prevail. Though they roar, they still can't pass over it. But this people has a revolting and a rebellious heart. They have revolted and gone. They don't say in their heart, Let's now fear Yahweh, our God, who gives rain, both the former and the latter in its season, who preserves to us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned away these things, and your sins have withheld good from you. You know, the ability to sit in a pew week after week and listen, but still not hear, is apparently not a new phenomenon. Despite all that Christ was doing around them, they still couldn't seem to put the pieces together to create an understanding and a faith that would carry them through to the next test. Verse 19. When I broke the five loaves among the five thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they told him, Twelve. When the seven loaves fed the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they told him, Seven. And he asked them, Don't you understand yet? Jesus, patient but with purpose, reminds these men of all the times he had taken care of their needs. What is the problem with mankind that we forget so easily? Oh, how we need a Savior. He said, how is it that you do not understand? Well, perhaps because we're still living in the flesh. Perhaps because we fail to understand that Jesus is not here to just teach us, but he's here to be our answer and to be our life. We only stress about these things when we forget that our lives are not our own any longer. To be one of his children means we belong to him. Peter and the others are about to understand that fact now as the text continues. Verse 22. He came to Bethsaida. They brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. He took hold of the blind man by the hand and he brought him out of the village and when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. He looked up and said, I see men, for I see them like trees walking. Verse 25, Then he, 
again laid his hands on his eyes. He looked intently and was restored and saw everyone clearly. He sent him away to his house, Jesus that is, saying, Don't enter into the village nor tell anyone in the village. Now Jesus is going to give them, well, an object lesson. There was a man who came to Christ as we all come, blind. He was very much like we are spiritually before we come into a true understanding of just who is our Messiah and what it means to have him in our presence. In this case, the lesson runs deep. As Jesus begins the process of healing, the man begins to see, though his sight is far from clear. Can you relate to that kind of healing? But the disciples failed to understand what Jesus was trying to teach them. Apparently, in some ways, well, they were as blind as the man in the story. Now, Jesus could have healed this man instantaneously. He certainly had done so before. Jesus was seemingly trying to teach these apostles something very important and teach us also through this event. Now, only Mark records this incident, not the other three Gospels. And it occurred in a timely context to the events that had thus transpired and that which would follow after. So we need to pay attention to not only what it says, but where it occurs in Scripture. Everyone's eyes would indeed be opened. In time they would indeed understand. Much would occur over the following months as they plunged deeper into the ministry of the kingdom, and it all would reach its crescendo in the upper room in Jerusalem soon after Jesus ended his earthly ministry. Now, Scripture reminds us that he is faithful. We read about it in Philippians 1.6 where he says, He who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Verse 27 of our text says, Jesus went out with his disciples into the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that I am? And they told him, John the baptizer, and others say Elijah, but others one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, You are the Christ. He commanded them that they should tell no one about him. And now with all of this that we've read about, on the table before us, Jesus asks that crucial question. Now this is the same question that each one of us must answer on our journey of faith. So who is he? A good teacher? Well, if he is, then are you learning from him? Maybe he's a prophet, a self-proclaimed messiah maybe, or perhaps one of many such messiahs. Well, the answer is critical to one's eternal standing as well as mine and your earthly peace, or the lack thereof it. Even in Jesus' day, the theories did abound as they still do today. The answer, however, is not in whom they say he is, but rather who you say he is. Now, Peter was quick with the answer. You are the Christ. Why would Jesus ask them not to tell anyone? Well, perhaps because even with Peter's words, the apostles' understanding of just who Jesus was was still, well, somewhat incomplete. Maybe men like trees walking.
If these men began to announce to the world that Jesus was the Messiah, at this point there would no doubt be a few skewed versions of the truth. Each of these men seemed to have come to Jesus looking for, well, a certain kind of Messiah. A political one, or a military one, or a miracle healer, or a supplier of food, etc., etc. Ironically, I think this is the same list that is still out there today. They acknowledged that he was the Messiah, but such acknowledgement was incomplete at that point. They didn't really understand what this Messiah was actually supposed to do, and yet they did understand what he was supposed to be. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.